You never really understand a person until you consider things from his point of view. Wrong! A twisted web. And we are not finished untangling it, not yet. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the POV Podcast, where we talk about anything pop culture related. I am your host, Hector. I'm the co-host, Devin. And for this special episode, we will be discussing Knives Out. Um, And that's going to be an interesting one, because both have uh, somewhat different opinions of that movie. But another reason why I'm doing this episode is because... Glass Onion will be coming out soon. Um, not yet on Netflix. It'll be in theaters for one week during Thanksgiving week. And uh, I guess by the time you guys, all you listeners listen to this, uh, I will be watching it uh, around the time this is released. So uh, we'll, be, we'll be discussing it once like it officially comes out on Netflix. But I'm going to go see it early because uh, I'm a huge fan of this movie, of Knives Out. So... Naturally, I'm very excited for what Ryan Johnson has up next. Um, so yeah, Knives Out, we're going to be discussing it. Uh, for those who don't know what Knives Out is, it's a murder mystery movie uh, directed by, directed and written by Ryan Johnson that came out in 2019. It is about a nurse named Marta who uh, commits a crime and, or how can I... I describe it. No, she commits a crime. Yeah, but like it's about a Benoit Blanc solving the mystery behind the death of Harlem Thromby, which I accidentally spoiled um, that Marta did it. We'll get more into it um, as we discuss it. Um, so I guess I'll go first with my thoughts on it. Uh, I think this film is great. It's definitely went up there as like one of my favorite one of my favorite movies um just overall uh i remember seeing it in theaters early on or like a week before it officially came out and i had such a good time watching it and i loved it so much i went to see it four times which rarely happens actually i don't it's the first movie i've seen four times in the theaters uh that's how much i really liked it and um i watch it every uh, i've been watching it every like Thanksgiving or uh, Christmas because it has that kind of like warm aesthetic in in my humble opinion. Um, As I've been watching it, I've, I mean, the best part about watching these kind of movies is that you always notice something different or maybe you, uh, something you haven't noticed before and you just, it just keeps, it just keeps like surprising you um, as you, Rewatch it multiple times. It is also a fun movie to watch with, um, with other people because, you know, they you, they you get them they get like really into the mystery and all the twists and turns and it just helps and it helps that it's really it's an it's like a really fun tone and very playful tone where it invites the audience to really like get into it. So, yeah, I'm a huge fan of this movie. Um, how do you feel about it, Devin? I think it is a poorly executed good idea. I'll say that. I like the idea of it, but it's poorly executed. And the fact that... Uh, I've discussed it before, like, quickly with you before, but I, I stud- I've i been trying to study as a nurse. I'm 
currently working at a job that's going to help me, like, put me through college for it, but as the main character is supposed to, well, I guess this side main character, uh, what's her name? Marta. Uh, Marta. As her character is a nurse, I noticed that, like, there's many things that Ryan Johnson did not kind of, like, notice the fact of a character, like, actual nurses and their jobs and how, how, like, precise they have to be with their certain job with, because, you know, nurses deal with people's lives and... Um, if something happens to that person and you're a nurse and it's under your watch, then you technically committed a crime. <laughs> and I don't think she should have got away with it, even though, sure, it wasn't all technically her fault, but criminal negligence is still a thing. <laughs> she shall, still should have gotten to jail at the end of the movie. But... I think some of the performances are fun. I don't... But I also feel like the comedy doesn't always land. I feel like there's a lot of stale jokes that just kind of, like, don't really sit well with me. I'm just like, mm, that's not really that fun. Some of the... Ca I would say some of the camera work is nice. I think the movie shot well. And I guess, like, there's... slight, like, things you can notice that are kind of nice like someone pointed out to me that chris evanson's character like how his sweater is all torn up shows that he doesn't really take care of like the things he was given and everything which i thought was like pretty neat and every i guess but i don't really precisely like this film i've only seen it like twice first time i was just really flabbergasted with the whole nurse aspect of it and and they try to make it a good, like, a point in the film where they say she is an actual good nurse. And with me, I just feel <laughs> I'm offended. Oh, no. How dare you? It's funny because uh, ever since you pointed it out to me, um, I, think it was, I think it was when, um, it was back when we recorded our start, one of our Star Wars episodes. And you pointed that out and honestly ever since you mentioned that it hasn't it's it, it stuck with me i was just like oh my god <laughs> because um when i watched it like for the first two times i was thinking like marta's completely innocent i we must protect her at all costs and i was like wait no no you you actually murdered <laughs> it's like oh no it's all your fault yeah so yes she was tricked into it but still if she had done prop she had done her job properly then she none of that would ever happened, and like I said, they're like making up like scenarios so the movie could happen. But then again, like if you think about it, if she was a good nurse, none of it would have happened. Which I think That's it just should have. I think should have. Well, I was going to mention that. Yes, um, I, I. But like at the same time, she knew what she 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 put in the right dosage. She just yes. looked, the labels threw her off. Like, well, that's the thing. She never looked at the labels before she injected it. She said she knows by the weight of it and everything. But even just by saying that, you would have. That's still that's still a crime. That's criminal negligence. As a nurse. That's fair. I'll give the benefit of a doubt a little bit because, like, you know, 
Harlan and Marta were both like just like kind of like at the moment when they're just discussing. So I'm like, okay, maybe like she just she was just too busy at the moment with Harlan talking about um, his issues with like the rest of his with his whole family. So that could be it. But yeah, um, at the Marta end, is I very feel much guilty. I would have been like kind of like more okay with it if like at the end the detective says like, look, I know you helped us with the case, but you're still gonna be like locked up for a bit. But if they like kind of confirm that she'd be like, okay, so like since it wasn't technically all my fault, I'll go to jail a little bit for like the crime that I committed, then I'll get out and then like that would be fine and everything. I would have been like, okay, at least she served her time for like not performing her job properly. Okay, so you want like he just wanted to take accountability and such. Yes, Accountab- She needed to take accountability. At okay. least admit that you messed up. But that's fair. I would. I mean, maybe Marta, like, since she has like all the inheritance, she probably just like got away with it with just like you know. I feel like money to another at, more so with the fact of the the main guy like. The old like the old guy's children and everything i i understand like the actual his grandkids are like spoiled little brats and shits and everything but i can't really f- i don't really see myself hating michael shane's character michael sheen or is it sheen or shane shannon okay shannon, shannon. i'm sorry michael shannon's character i don't really see myself like really hating his character or uh uh fuck how did i forget her name uh, the woman from Halloween. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't like. I don't see myself hating those two characters because, like, if you kind of like look at how they are, they kind of like you can understand like why would they, they would be like that type of how they would act and how they are because like Jamie Lee Curtis's character, she seems like she like worked herself from the bottom and like earned her way up there and everything. Yeah, but like she it. used she used um, Harlem's money to do that. So like she's just saying it because she did it herself. While Walt is very much like inside like Harlem's shadow. Like he does everything with him, for him. Yeah, I just so, I don't see myself like how they try to predict like how they portrayed you yourself to like kind of dislike these characters. Like the other ones, I get, but. Michael Shannon and Jamie Lee's Curtis characters, I can't really see myself hating them too much. I, it's more, for me, it's more like, you know, you notice how flawed they are. And then with the whole family, it's like the whole thing is like they, everyone has like different points of view and different views on life. But like once like something's taken away from them, they immediately, all of them unite and go after um, whatever is like going to take, take away their, their stuff. Then I always felt like the red herring, like, oh, it's like, Chris Evans' character is just the red herring, but actually he's not and everything, <laughs> which I just, I always felt like, I always disliked the red herring trope in, like, mystery movies and stuff, because, um, say you take, like, a movie like The Prestige and everything, like how that movie's basically all mystery with like how they're acting up with their magic tricks and everything. Instead of like 
it gives you a few red herrings at times, but they actually kind of lead into something. And there's also like in the film, there's also small details explaining each red herring. Like with the whole twist of their uh Christian Bale's character having twins and everything with how he acts with his wife and everything saying like do you actually even love me he's like not today I was like I love you I was like I could tell you mean it today and everything with like how it's like showing hints and dropping between like there's actually two brothers I, I feel like there's just a way and not a way to do red herrings and in this film I just don't feel like it really works that well Well, um, that's fair. Sorry, my dog is like kind of just <laughs> bothering me. Crying. Um, yeah, I mean, I can kind of see what the whole um, Chris Evans thing. Um, I, I mean, I think it worked mainly because um, you um, watching it. Well, for for one, watching it the first time, you immediately jump to like Chris Evans um and from because um he's like on you know, the posters he's like the most prominent character aside from um Daniel Craig um and you know you just see him you immediately think like okay douchebag he's probably it um honestly like with murder mysteries i don't i tend not to try to solve the mysteries cuz i know i always ended up i always get it wrong and i'd much rather just like go with the flow with the story and just like you know because but um with with, uh with ransom um i think what made him interesting is that um it's like he is a red herring and it's also you know we find out that he for the most he is behind like most at least like with the whole marta situation um so like you also may think like oh he 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 like murdered harlan and he's like no he didn't um harlan killed himself but but did kill Fran, so he's like you know he still gets his comeuppance and stuff. So I think something like that works. I don't know. A bit I can see, but I also felt like it could have been like a good opportunity for like a a twist sort of with how like Ransom wasn't like the head of it like he was used as a tool himself by somebody else in the film i felt like that could have been like a good missed opportunity for like oh you guys think you got like because you think it was ransom ransom but it really wasn't kind of i guess that's just like my own personal desire for like it being something bigger instead of it just being like oh we think it's ransom but it's not but it actually is If you get what I mean, I I kind of get what you mean. Um, I'm just like, well, maybe, well, I mean, the whole movie is, uh, sorry to say this, a subversion of the whole murder mystery genre. Because I, um, after watching Knives Out, I've watched a bunch of other ones, um, types of murder mysteries, and um, I mean the whole, I mean, like for me, the whole film throws everything out of the window um, when 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 it's revealed what happened at what happened that night. And, 
I say it's done on purpose because um, I guess according to Ryan Johnson, he said he I've watched interviews and he's mentioned that um, to avoid whole for it to be not completely a murder mystery cliche, he um, kind of went the same route as Alfred Hitchcock, who fam- he famously hates whodunits because there's no suspense and it's all surprises and it really doesn't leave anything to you know makes the kind of like the whole film pointless aside from the twist. So, um, so like Ryan Johnson kind of structured like the beginning as like a mystery and then most of the middle is like all Hitchcockian thriller and then it. And it, and it manages to go back to that mystery with um, with uh, Benoit Blanc, like reciting everything that's happened and solving everything. What's you know figuring out what, what's going on, essentially. Um, I don't know. It's just I I, I mean it it does help to make it helps make the film unique, and I think it just makes it a lot more entertaining for me at least since like you're not watching it just like the big reveals you're there to see it um there to see it for like I, I would say the characters you know just each of them and mainly like marta and benoit blanc because it's essentially the whole the film is basically about like the worst detective find trying to solve like finding with the like the worst murderer so it's like i don't know i like how it plays into that i'm getting a lot of things Making me think this movie's trying to be like the prestige. Mm. Ryan Johnson tried to make his own prestige. <laughs> because Definitely that, not tonally. That, <laughs> not tonally, but structurally how you were saying, like it's not about the whole mystery, it's more about the characters and everything. Getting a lot of callbacks to the prestige because <laughs> There is a mystery for the prestige, but it's also like you're the, like the main the main entertainment you're getting from that movie is like the dilemma and conflict between the two characters and how they're trying to sabotage each other and trying to make the best magic trick. And also you're trying to kind of figure out like how's this one doing that? How's the other one doing that? And like that's the mystery part, but it's also just like how it's like, oh, I'm gonna do the catching. I'm gonna catch a bullet. Fucking switches out, switches out the fake bullet, pulls in a real one, or he puts a real bullet in instead of, uh, after he took it out and shoots his hand. And then also there's like, he was like, what knot did you choose? And he's just he just is sitting there quietly because it was his brother that tied the knot and he doesn't know what's going on. I see what you tried to do, Ryan. I see what you did. And you failed. Not even Christopher Nolan can repeat what he's done. Oh no, he can't. Not at all. No. Hot take. Interstellar is shit. Ooh, you're gonna make a lot of young bros upset. I don't care. I'm surprised a lot of people love Interstellar. I don't... I like it more than you, but I'm not like I'm not in love with it. The fact that like so many people like it, it's It's good meme quality. Just the Matthew McConaughey crying scenes, good meme quality. But back to Knives Out. I'm 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 still (laughs) I'm still ticked about the throw up scene. 
Wait, wait. she's with Chris uh, Evans and throws up into a cup. <laughs> There's like no one's just like, why does it smell like fucking shit in here? <laughs> uh, that <laughs> that that part really bothered me. I was like, Ben Blanc. Like, I don't. I'm like, you're you really are the worst fucking detective. He knows her character and everything, but he's just I think like he knew, but he didn't want to comment on it. He, well, I mean, he he's always he immediately suspected um, Marta because of the shoe. There was like a blood stain in her shoe um, from Harlan's um, wound. So. Yeah, so like like that like that's like earlier in the film, and like the whole throw up scene where she throws up in the cup. She he already knows like what goes on with her like I, she can't tell a lie that's true and like he would have been like oh my god did you throw up are you fucking lying to me you fucking get out of the car but <laughs> out of the car get out of the car his accent like still bothers me to this day i'm just oh like my god. I, I, I don't love it. <laughs> I, I don't like you go away i don't want to hear you speak ever again <laughs> That's how every other character felt with him. <laughs> That's what I loved. Um, anyways, back to the throw-up thing. I was so... I remember for the first time... When I saw it for the first time, I was so worried that he was going to drink it. Uh, I, uh, I, yeah, I was so... Shut up. Shut up. I don't want to hear that. Because <laughs> in a comedy, you ha- like if you do something like that, That's it. I just felt like that was supposed to happen i'm so glad ryan johnson thank you so much for not doing that please don't do that ever again but yeah i i hate when movies fucking show characters throwing up that's just like a pet peeve of mine i don't i don't like seeing it i hate doing it myself i hate hearing it it's disgusting they need to stop putting that in films (laughs) that's fair but um i I don't like it either there's a movie coming out called triangle sadness and i really want to watch it but like most of the promotional material is like a woman throwing up in front of the camera and i'm like Ugh, i don't want i can't literally he could have done anything doesn't show that she's a bad liar and you chose to have her throw up i mean i uh, i give it a pass because it's such a good like payoff for me at least at the very end where she like, why could she have dying. sneezed <laughs> She did never sneeze. You want like all, snot all over Chris Evans' face? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would have been funny. He's like, "You fucking bitch!" Just slaps the shit out of her. <laughs> it seems to me you're more on Ransom's side than Martha. Or she, <laughs> she just she just wipes her nose on a sweater. I didn't. I didn't care for ransom. What do you thought of the other characters? The ones we haven't mentioned yet, like a whole um, family, but we've mentioned like mainly like two. Um, I felt like the son was like, like the kid from it. I thought he was like a like a little sad version of Ryan Johnson saying like, "This is what my haters are." I mean, it's kind of true. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, guess I wish nice. they did. I wish they did more with him. 
Um, because like everyone Thank else you. has to do something, but like he doesn't really have much to do. He's only like there's only like one thing like he's like relevant for the plot. It's like him hearing him hearing like one conversation or something. Uh, here he heard he overheard um ransom um, yeah. threatening uh, Harlem. Yeah, which was like kind of just like a throwaway little piece of evidence for that one character and like other than that he's pretty much useless except for comedy. He does have some of the best lines. And uh <laughs> the was it the Nazi child masturbating? Yeah. That line. That 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 was like my biggest laugh when I first saw it. Thank you for putting me in the film, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> oh, I love I love in the beginning where they they talk about him. It cuts to I forgot the the thirteen reasons why girl. I forgot her name. But when she mentioned like that he's an alt right troll dipshit, and it cuts to Michael Shannon being like, "Oh, technology these days is like just amazing," <laughs> like just like the juxtaposition between everyone's thoughts on each other is just I think was like I I think like this just so well edit, so well edited and it just it's so entertaining. Like um, there's another bit with um, like Benoit Blanc trying to like uh, trying to get Jamie Lee Curtis's character to. Talk, talk shit about the whole family or like you know spill some beans over the family like mainly with walt and she was like you know i'm not gonna tell you shit and then it cuts to her husband just saying just like spouting out everything <laughs> uh, i take it back um it. he he has the best line <laughs> um the the husband has the best lines Huh. He has pretty good lines, I guess. I don't know. I it's been like I said, it's been a while since I watched last watched this film and it's just like a few things that play in my head that well, I can really the, remember. There's the part after the will where everyone's like going after Marta and Ransom like picks her up and yeah, and he's like, Oh, this is the best thing to happen to all of you and like I think it was Mike Shannon was like, Well, what does he say about it? What do you mean by that? And then like Jamie Lee Curtis was like telling her husband, "Like, why didn't you do something?" He's like, "What am I supposed to do? Grab the bumper of my teeth?" That's that was that was actually a a pretty good line. But I'd say everyone gave it their end game. I never had a problem with anybody's performances. I liked everyone's acting. They seemed to be having fun with it. But yeah, I was, was going to point that out. Like, it's it, it's like. Uh, mainly with Daniel Craig. Oh my God! Watching the I, when like No Time to Die came out, and I was rewatching all his James Bond movies. I was like, this guy is so miserable. You can just tell by Spectre, like he's done. Then you watch like you watch this or like Logan Lucky, and he's having like the time of his life. And I'm like, you know what? I it's like I'm he's probably so happy that James Bond is dead, and he can just be Benoit Blanc for like the rest of his life. And. Uh, yeah, he gets tired of that. Mm. He, just, he just wants he just wants to be goofy. I, I think like with a lot of actors who play serious roles, like they they're probably like great. They're, they're like great at comedy. Um, Harrison Ford, I think, is like really hilarious. Ryan Gosling is another one. Um, I was thinking he's only ever I've only the only like 
kind of comedy movie I've seen from Ryan Gosling was The Nice Guys. I think he should do more. He's gonna yeah, be uh, he's gonna be in Barbie. Now it's gonna be more humorous. So he's gonna be in it. So I always I always thought The Nice Guys should have been a TV show. I want it to be a trilogy series of movies because I love The Nice Guys. But I don't know if Shane Black's I don't know if Shane's Black got a got him in got it in him anymore. I think he was canceled. I don't know. He was canceled because of oh. Predator. Yeah. Like he had That's like cool. one of his um, sex offender friends in there. He had to cut that whole part out. Oh, he did. I, he had a friend who was a sex offender, and he, they were going to do a scene with Olivia Munn, but she didn't feel comfortable. Oh. So they cut that whole scene out. If you're wondering why that movie's so weirdly edited, it's because because well, because of, of probably him. Least character was he? He was not in the movie at all, but um, oh, he, was okay. supposed, he, was, he was supposed to like make a comment about her character in the beginning of the, in her introduction. Oh. So I think Shane Black is done, which sucks, but whatever. Um, yeah, knives out. I'm trying to think of like, oh yeah, um, I like the old lady, which um, ransom? Are you there back again already? I cannot recall her. She's she's throughout the movie. Like she knows what's what was going on. Yeah. She's the one who knew that Ransom did it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like it's been f- fucking four years since I've seen that movie. Oh my god, it's been like a couple months for me. I'm trying to think of like moments, other moments. They're like, oh, I forgot about the the two side characters, um, Lieutenant Elliot and Trooper Wagner. It's a uh, Two policemen that have been that follow along Benoit Blanc. I uh, love that both of them are pretty much like character avatars. Like one's a lot more cynical and a little deadpan. Like he's just like I don't give a shit. So like, I don't, I don't know. This whole thing is like ridiculous. And the other one's like fanboying about the whole murder mystery situation. Um, they have the be- They also have like great lines. I, I really enjoyed them. Fair, fair. My God, my dog! I didn't say something while I killing you. Um. Uh. I guess it's a. It's slightly better than the Last Jedi. It was tolerable. Um. I can see how people would enjoy this film. How average moviegoers could enjoy it. I. Can't really. It's, I'm not the one to speak on this film because I don't remember it. I didn't enjoy it. I. Yeah. It's. It could be entertaining at times, I'd say. For me, I would be like, mm, that scene was cool, or that shot looks nice. That character had a funny line, but other than that, I'm not a fan of it. I don't really have fond memories of it too much. Wait, wait. I must point this out to everyone. The There's like a little a cool detail I really love. Um, mention about how well she, you, you like the way the film looks. Yeah. 
Okay, so this whole like for a while, I thought this movie was shot on film because it had that graininess to it. Uh, come to find out, it was shot on digital, and then they t they like painstakingly like did it to like to make it look grainy to the point where they even like when the titles pop up, you can see it like shaking a little bit and have like little particles popping up. Yeah, that's kind of like what like so the film was shot digitally, made to look make it look like a film and i just thought that was like a really cool detail and it does help like set the mood for that film for the movie um i also that shot um the, the will scene the, the shot where it goes from goes from like a standard shot to like a handheld um where like everyone's going after marta i don't know if, i don't know if you remember that part yeah okay um it's it's really cool because apparently that one's that one was improvised. Like the the cameraman just decided to to you know, take it out of the take it out of the I don't know I don't I don't think it's a tripod but I don't know the correct terms of it. It you know, took it out of the stand and like followed um you know, followed Ana de Armas and everyone else. And uh, since that thing was like since it was like kind of like a quick a quick like a one time thing they. They CGI'd out the whole crew members. They CGI'd the whole rig where the, of where the camera was. So I thought that was really cool. Also, I'm trying to like look at some, trying to remember some cool little details that this film has. That's another thing why uh, this film has like great rewatchability. There's like so many little things. Um, I I also know like the house is full of like murder mystery um, Easter eggs. I'm not all too familiar with them. I'm. I'm starting to I'm starting to get into the genre, but I'm not too I'm not I'm not at the point where I can figure out what whatever is in that house. I can't I don't know what <laughs> it, it just looks like a bunch of cool knickknacks to me. But one day I'll find out. Uh, I'm gonna look at some some cool fun facts throughout this film. Oh yeah, the the dumbest car chase was really fun. Um, that's a, that's a, I think that one's a pretty good example of subjecting expectations, subverting expectations. I don't know what I just said. I, I said your trigger word. <laughs> um, I thought that was a fun moment. Um, oh yeah, there was like a line. I I didn't realize it till like a couple other couple viewings later, but um, there was a point where they're at the. They were all having dinner. It was like during the flashback, and then like Fran was mentioning the Deadly by Surprise, the the movie about um, like the someone like the the owner getting murdered by the nurse. Um, they they brought it up later on. I don't remember exactly how, but I thought that was really, really cool. Um, I like that uh, Lieutenant Elliot calls Benoit Blanc Benny. Every now and then he just refers to him as Benny. And uh, also just, I, I mean, I, I don't know how you feel about Benoit Blanc as a character. I think you you said like, you found him a little annoying. Uh, I don't know. It just felt like <laughs> I just don't get how, <laughs> how he's such a good, how he's such like a a big detective if he's so fucking stupid. Um, well, I, 
that's fair. But I, I, I see it as more of like, um, like uh, even like that they acknowledge like you're kind of a fucking idiot. <laughs> just like, but he still right. manages like get the whole like find out what. The yeah, somehow like it gets all into place, and it's just like, uh, is it like this for every case? Because I feel like. I, I feel like I'll let you know when Glass Onion comes out because I'm genuinely curious what they're gonna do with him in that movie. But I mean, he he's pointed out that's like his that's his whole method. Gravity's rainbow. He's like, like, I'm gonna act a fool and see what happens. He's like, I'm just gonna be a passive observer until like the until at some point the truth will come to me. So I mean, at some point, yeah. <laughs> He's, he tries to solve a case, and it's like takes them thirty years. Like, aha! He sat there and waited for that old lady to like spill the tea. Like, he's like, I have no rush. <laughs> like, uh, you kind of have to, because like these cases, like there's a certain time limit for some of them. To be honest, again, we'll see how Glass Onion is, and I'll let you know. I'm yeah, it's just. God forbid if he ever comes to solve like a missing pis- missing persons case. <laughs> There he is. Wait, no, he's missing. Yeah, because those take four. If they they give it like forty eight hours. <laughs> I know, but still, I hope they never do give him that. He's like, I'm gonna wait until the missing person comes home. <laughs> and they're just like, that's not how this works. And he's like, ah, don't uh, let it come to me. Just let them come to me. <laughs> he just mentions gravity rainbow. Just like I haven't. He hasn't even read the fucking book. <laughs> He, he's like, oh, I haven't read the book, but I like the title. <laughs> Voila, my method. See this book? And they're like, yeah, I like it. <laughs> like, did you read it? No. Look at the cover. And they're just like, what does that mean? He's like, look at it! He's referring to the title itself. Um, there's a video on YouTube for anyone listening. There's a movie, there's a... Uh, cinema wins. They do like a. It's like the opposite of Cinema Sins, basically. I don't know if you ever, if you're familiar with him. Um, but I, I watch him a no. lot. Um, I don't really watch him that much anymore. I, I do. And there's no. If you, if, for all you listeners, if you guys do decide to watch that episode, the video, this is like everything great about Knives Out. And it's like in two parts. Like, if you guys want to know, like, a lot of the little details and Easter eggs and, like, just little cool character moments, uh, I suggest watching that video because I'm pretty much reciting everything he's mentioned because I've noticed it, but I can't think of it on the top of my head. So if anyone wants, if anyone's like me and loves Knives Out, uh, I suggest watching that video. I think it just, it will probably, like, ref- help you, like, love that film a little more. Especially, like, all the little details and things you miss. Um, I'll say, like, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, we have issues with the the whole final bit, but I I I love it when Benoit Blanc is just when it when it turn when it becomes like full on murder mystery where he's like revealing everything that's happened. Like I remember just watching it for like I I would go to the theaters just to watch that bit because it's so engaging and. Also, like Daniel Craig memorized that whole monologue. Like for, he had to, like he did all that in one take, I guess, because uh, he like had to like memorize everything and like, you know, it's it's it's, it's just so cool, and, and it's like you, you know you can tell everyone there is just having such a blast, and I think it just it 
I mean, it, it just, I think that's why, like, why a lot of us, like, just really, like, fell in love with this movie. I don't know. Um, I get your, I actually get your reasons why you're not a fan of it, David. I'm not, that's why I'm not, like, hating on you or anything. Uh, honestly, it's like, yeah, like, all your criticisms, or your, like, just feelings towards it, I'm like, that's completely valid. Um, but, you know, uh, I love this movie. I love it. Um, I'm going to watch it multiple times. I'm still going to watch it. Uh, I'm very excited for Glass Onion. And uh, I love, I, I forgot to mention, but like I really like Benoit Blanc as a character also because um, he's, um, I, I like that he was very empathetic. Like he actually genuinely cared about Marta and he, you know, he, he, he did care about Marta and I know Marta's not like really like should be taken into account, but like, I don't know, like you, you, you still care. I lock her up, put her in. She's innocent. Damn it. Give her the chair. She's innocent to me. <laughs> she's gorgeous she's to very... me. But yeah, she's gorgeous. But that's, a, that's because she hot. She's hot. Doesn't mean she's innocent. Don't fall for the face. Good enough for me. <laughs> call call the police. Oh yeah, uh, Benoit Blanc uh, singing uh, Sarnheim. I, I don't know. He's singing like a Stephen Sarnheim uh, song while the fire uh, the police were coming. That was a great bit. <laughs> oh lord. Okay, uh, is there anything else you want to add? Uh, I don't I don't have anything really. Everyone listen to me. Go see Knives Out. Glass Onion will be in theaters for only one week, which I it really sucks for me at least. I dislike the movie I really want to watch um in theaters. So yes, please, when you guys get the chance, go go check it out. Or if can't if you if you're not able to and you're okay waiting it'll be on netflix on christmas so um i cannot wait for that movie uh, i love knives out Evan, thank you for fucking at least allowing me to enjoy this movie to push about it you're welcome but you're wrong you need to be punished that's why you are good news. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think this this will probably I think this will conclude our episode of, of Knives Out. Thank you everyone. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a great film to pick with me. <laughs> I know. But look, I get to gush about it for a bit and I'm okay with that. And maybe one day I'll find someone who <laughs> maybe I don't know. I don't think any of your friends then, like, like anything. They're, I like. they're not like too. They're not too big into films like we are. Yeah, and we'll we'll find someone. You will we'll, uh, we'll have to like. We have to find someone. We'll have to like open a server for like discussions and stuff. It's true. Just bring your and, boy Mahler. <laughs> oh goodness. God. Oh God. I don't think we'll want that. No, I don't want that. 
this concludes our episode of Knives Out. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, you guys can check us out. Um, we have an I have an Instagram uh, under with the POV podcast. You guys can check that for updates. Um, uh, if you guys can, if you guys listening to anywhere, please share it. Uh, you guys can share it anywhere from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I don't know what other social media platforms are out there. That's the only three I use, kind of. Um, yeah. I think that's three out of ten. Awful. Oh yeah, I forgot about a reading. Nine out of ten. It's nine. It's nine for me. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. I'm Devin, the co-host. And I'm Detective Benoit Blanc. And thank you, everyone. You're fired. Listening. You're fired. Get out of here. Uh, Get off the case. Says the give me your best. Says the Nazi child masturbating in the restroom. <laughs> Why are you watching a Nazi child masturbate, huh? Huh? Pedophile? Huh? I'm calling the police. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Bye, everyone. Goodbye.